Hello and welcome back to another episode of My Scrub Soundtrack. I'm your host, Andrew Sabo, and today we're going to be talking about the song Hallelujah as it was used in Season 1, Episode 4 of Scrubs, titled My Old Lady. So something that's worth noting, um, getting into this, right? So the song's Hallelujah. It's performed by John Cale in this show, right? Which is different because when you think of the song Hallelujah, you always think about, obviously, like, well, Leonard Cohen wrote it, Jeff Buckley performed it famously and, like, made it, you know, super big a couple years ago. Um, But John Cale's version is very similar in how it's um how it's used his voice is a little bit older and a little bit raspier than jeff buckley's not quite leonard cohen's level he needs to smoke a little bit more cigarettes before he can get there but you know we can all strive to be that someday i suppose but it's interesting because it's it's not the clinical use uh or the clinical i guess cover of the song like you would normally uh, assume if they were going to use it they would use one or the other um I, I'm not sure if it's a copyright thing or if it was uh, getting the rights to it would cost too much sort of thing or if it was they just really, really liked his voice. So to understand the importance of this song and like how it punctuates the episode super well, you kind of need to understand what all is going on because it being a punctuation point in the episode, you have to understand what it's punctuating, right? So uh, this episode entitled My Old Lady um, is just kind of all about the bigger picture of a hospital, right? So it's introduced with the uh, with um, JD and John Dorian narrating, talking about how uh, one out of every three people in a hospital die. Um, there that go into a hospital will die there, which is an incredibly depressing statistic um, in its own right, completely. But yeah, so the episode starts with this kind of like argument um, between Carla and Elliot, which there's been some tension there between their relationship for a while. And so um, it's no surprise that they're they're having some uh, conflicts of issues or conflicts of interest. And um, it's not it's not worth me getting into it because it's not you know, that's not what the show's about. I'm not going to go over every plot point of the episode, Um, but needless to say, they have two different worldviews and they have two different backgrounds and so they butt heads because they have strong personalities and so their their relationship is kind of on the outs right uh they're you know only friends loosely as it is and it's very strained at this point in time now jd and turk are a little bit different they also have some strain in this episode but it looks differently so jd and turk are obviously super close friends uh, as anybody who's listening to this would know um but JD is a lot more emotional, and um, Turk tends to remove himself from his patients when it comes to medicine. And so JD, you know, kind of throws some jabs at him for that in the early parts of the episode of him being calloused. And so Turk, you know, goes the extra mile, I suppose, to get to know one of his, uh, his hernia patients. I think it was a hernia patient. I think that's what it was. Anyway, I just watched the episode, so I hope I'm correct. Otherwise, I just have a terrible memory, and I don't know as much about the show as I think I do. (laughs) Oh, well. 
yeah, so Turk goes the extra mile. He gets to know him. They hang out. Um, they talk about sports, like kind of like shop talk, like flirting with nurses and stuff like that. This character is really funny. You can obviously see Turk warming up to him. Um, and so there's this kind of friendship bond there. Meanwhile, with Elliot and Carla, there's um, a patient that speaks Spanish. Elliot doesn't know Spanish. Carla's mad at Elliot because she doesn't know Spanish and she does. And being in medicine, lots of your patients speak Spanish. So you should. Um, Dr. Cox kind of punctuates this point by coming in and starting to speak Spanish, even though like there's no previous mention of him being, you know, of any knowledge of that, uh, prior and him, um, never really having that as something that would be attributed with him previously. Now, JD has this patient, um, with a particularly difficult family and it's this old lady. She's incredibly sweet. Um, incredibly kind and, and JD being like a kind person just kind of latches onto her right away and uh, they get really close and so uh, as the show progresses it leads to a point with JD and this lady where she her kidneys aren't responding and so she's gonna have to go on dialysis and so JD's like well you know well I'm afraid we'll have to start you on dialysis and like we don't have any other option and the lady says oh no there is another option I'm ready to die which you know, is punctuated perfectly by the fantasy with him getting hit with a ton of bricks, and that's hilarious. Like, one of the moments in the show, like, when I first watched it, I was like, oh, this is hilarious. This is so funny. Like, I, I laughed so hard when I first saw that, um, just because no other show has really ever done that and, like, kind of, you know, realized that thought and that, um, that reality and that feeling uh, like this. And so JD is kind of wrestling with this idea that somebody could be ready to die, right? And so um, he goes back and is just really, really, really unwell with the situation because he loves this lady and he doesn't like the idea of just watching her die. Um, but like there's a theme going on throughout the episode of this just inevitability of unwellness, right? Um, and, you know, all, all hospitals are just, you know, keeping people in the game and, uh, and sometimes the game's over. And so that's, you know, where we get the uh, the theme in the beginning, talking about one and three. And so it continues on. And so the episode builds to a conclusion, right, where obviously Hallelujah by John Cale starts playing. And um, JD is talking to this old lady about all the things she, uh, she, she he thinks that she should do before she dies. Um, you know, all these life experiences that she should have. Carla and Elliot are kind of having, well, Elliot's having an emotional breakdown because she can't make a decision and she doesn't feel confident as a doctor. And Carla opens up to her about why she's been so mean to her because, you know, she feels insecure because Elliot is strong and is actually a good doctor. And Turk is taking his patient that he actually, like, cares about and has developed a personal relationship with into surgery, um, knowing that he might not make it out. And, um, and so this is building, and this is building, and the song starts playing. And if you know the song, which I would highly recommend you listen to it, uh, it starts out very slow, and it's very poetic in its lyrics, and it's very soothing and almost ritual. And maybe it's just because I've heard the song so much. It's it's very um, almost ritual is the word that comes to mind a lot in, in, in the lyrics, and, and uh, it's poetic, and it's romantic. Not in the sense that it's all about love, but romantic in the sense that it's larger than life. Um, kind of like in the classical like literature sense, it's romantic. And so this, this song is playing as all this is happening, and it's building a crescendo. And it is punctuated perfectly with the song building to 
the old lady dying, obviously, and then Carla's patient, uh, or Carla and Elliot's patient dies, and Turk's patient that he took into surgery ends up dying. And it's this heartbreaking moment in the show because obviously there's this one, there's these three story arcs, but you hear one and three uh, dies there. So you're only expecting the old lady to die. And then everybody dies, all three die. And so this dumbfounded sense of loss that obviously these characters have, the, uh, the audience kind of has as well. And it's only magnified by the song that's playing in the background, right? It's beautifully punctuated. It's beautifully built. It's beautifully, uh, yeah, constructed to build to this climax, uh, this emotional climax with, you know, like it's a, it's, a, it's a cold and it's a broken hallelujah. And you're like, oh, oh boy ow, that hurts, everybody's gonna die, what even is life, you know, and, and that's one of those things that this song just does so well, and the show does so well, is that it, um, it picks the music that, that really kind of emphasizes the point it's trying to make so, so, so beautifully, um, and so last episode we talked about, um, I Want You to Want Me by Cheap Trick and kind of how that really symbolized like what the show was trying to establish and things like that. And this, um, to my understanding is probably one of the first examples of a really emotional moment in the show being punctuated by those, uh, sad feelings. So like why this song is perfect for this moment, um, I, I touched on it a little bit earlier is just because of how the song is. If you look at the lyrics, um, it was initially written by Le Leonard Cohen, um, which is why it's funny that they didn't use it. But it was initially written, and it was 10 pages long and uh, of lyrics, and it's just ballad after ballad after ballad. Um, you know, even in its condensed version, it's still like five minutes long, uh, which is crazy. And it's so long, and it's so poetic. It, it feels like almost like homer-esque or something like that where it's just this larger than life tale and these rhyming lyrics of love had and love lost and hurt and um somehow beauty and and then it goes back to the chorus you know hallelujah 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 um which is really really cool and really really it's an amazing song and just the uh yeah the larger than life kind of religious themes that it has gives us this almost resigned feeling of peace is kind of what I wrote down like this resigned feeling of acceptance in that almost like like when somebody dies and you're in a church service and you go to a funeral and you know you're singing hymns and stuff like that it's 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 haunting because it's like it, it feels icky it feels spooky but also in this one sense, it's it's mildly comforting because these words, you know, if you believe what they're saying, you can kind of resign yourself to accepting the way things are and the way things that, how they've um, come to where they are. Uh, and so that's what happens in the show. And so the show concludes with JD lying down in the grass in the middle of the park doing nothing and then all of his friends gather around and lay with him and this is important because when jd was talking to the old lady before um about you know all the things that he thinks that she should do the lady is criticizing him for sitting around the hospital doing nothing and just you know hanging out with her like 
how you know how many of these things on on your list have you done and then specifically how many times have you just laid in the grass and done nothing and so it's this kind of really touching tribute as the song is concluding you get this montage of them laying in the grass um these kind of you know once divided friends brought together uh by this mutual experience of loss and just kind of finding peace as the song kind of winds down um it's really really touching it's incredibly touching like i said it's just like watching this episode again like <laughs> i'm just sitting there and you know i want to keep this podcast clean so i'm not gonna say what i said but let's just say i yeah that, that dropped some expletives it's just like oh man this is happening i'm gonna be sad fine whatever you know, and I'm sure anybody who's seen the show multiple times knows what I'm talking about when those emotional um, episodes come and you're like, oh, guess I'm going to be sad now. Okay. All right. <laughs> I accept this. Um, but yeah, so this is uh, one of my favorite moments in the show, honestly. And the old lady does come back in the finale of the show um, as far as one of the more formative characters in um, JD's personal uh, growth as a doctor and as... Um, as a person really it's interesting and i never really thought about it until recently how much this show really is like kind of a coming of age story for this group of friends where they start so very different from how they finish um and it's just really really enjoyable i cannot recommend this episode and this show highly enough it's eight seasons and like i you know i get that there are some episodes that are better than others i, I get that there are some episodes that are better than others but uh I I absolutely love it. I think it's super enjoyable. Um, just a couple notes on the song. John Cale's just raspy voice. It's a really nice, happy medium between Jeff Buckley and Leonard Cohen. I think that's probably why they picked it. And obviously, like I said, the, the, the tone and the resignation in the song, um, but also paired with the very much emotional lyric performance by John Cale makes it really, really impactful. Yeah, so I, I personally love this song. I think it's great. I was really happy to hear it used in the show. Kind of like an excited feeling when you uh, recognize a song that's used in a TV show. And you're like, oh, I love this song. And then you hear it and you're like, oh, it kind of puts a whole different meaning uh, on the song that you like. Um, so this is awesome. This was great. This is one of my favorite moments in the whole show. So that's going to do it for this song. Uh, just looking forward ahead to the next episode. We're going to talk about Season 1, Episode 6. Uh, there's two romantic songs that are used, one with the relationship of uh, Turk and Carla, and the other one with Dr. Cox and his ex-wife, uh, Jordan, which, obviously, if you've, you know, I suppose it's a spoiler, but if you've seen the show before, you already know. Um, that it's, it's really cool, and I can't wait to get into that and dive into that. This show is really fun to make, and thank you for the uh, support I've gotten for it. Um, in person and uh, via the internet uh thank you scrub subreddit for being a wonderful place where people that love a show as much as i do uh it's actually really great and i i hope i can keep making these